1: Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Pastor Joshua Chen of Cornerstone Evangelical Baptist Church in San Francisco. Woo, -woo. We're excited to have you, Josh. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Excited to be here.
3: Yeah, excited to have you. And just a little bit of background about pastor josh is that he has a background in christian education and ministry also film and television he's a writer producer director um done live camera shoots camera operator editor storyboard theater um just a whole list here stage production i did not know wow. this about you right writing musical <laughs> numbers stars reading and his choreography all of it um and then, audio visual background 15 years in the music industry playing piano, keyboard, cello. Wow. Drums, yeah. per- percussion, uh, acoustic and electric guitar, bass guitar, orchestras. My goodness, graphics, Photoshop, photography, languages, English, fluent, and Cantonese, and some Mandarin. Okay, I'm tired, oh, Josh. What, what have we <laughs> been doing here? <laughs> so um you've you got all of this wonderful kind of um musical and even technical experience um mm-hmm. that um you've been able to bring into um uh you know into this format of worshiping the lord and yeah. and and bridging um worship to people that are not part of the church that are that you know just hurting people in San Francisco. And I think, I think that's beautiful. I, I want to, I always start off uh, with wanting to understand kind of your personal why and you know why, why, why did you pursue a role as a pastor? Um, and then why, you know, why, in, what, what's the interest in getting involved with an organization like Love Never Fails?
2: Hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, Well, first off, thank you, Vanessa. Like, this is so awesome to just even like meet you the past year. It's just like God bringing us together. And it just shows me each time, like, you know, everything that I do, um, even just the stuff that you read off. Like, I don't think I've ever heard it like that before. (laughs) Like, I don't even know (laughs) what I can do. I'm like, oh, wow, that's a long list. Um, (laughs) But I think for me, it's just like learning. You know, when I grew up, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, my father is a pastor who actually works with me at Cornerstone Evangelical Baptist Church. He's also a pastor there. Um, and so people always kind of, you know, saw me as the pastor's kid, right? Growing up and, you know, Joshua is like, oh, Moses' is son and that kind of thing. And, you know, for the longest time, I kind of resented that, of course, right? You're like, oh, I don't want to be in the shadow of my dad, you know, ministry, like, you know, that's not for me. You grew up in the church and you're just like, what is all this? Um, and I think. God just started to give me like a a heart for the ministry, just seeing what my dad did. Um, I I remember all the times that he, for a while it was tough because my mom would take care of me and my brother. Right. Um, and we would be like, where's dad? Well, he's in a meeting or he's helping somebody or something like that. And, you know, in the beginning you're always feeling like, well, you know, that's, you know, where's my father. Right. Um, But now that I'm older and I kind of see what he does in his heart, I think that was a huge impact for me. Like, wow, this is what it means to like serve others. And Mm -hmm. not to say that my dad was like gone, like he tried so hard and, you know, being with our family, things like that. And he still is now. And he's Mm -hmm. so proud that his son is a pastor now that I get to say, hey, dad, sorry, I'm busy. I can't hang out with you. I got to go love other people. Right. And so it's kind of this like back and forth, but just now understanding like, you know, we're created to love. We're created Mm -hmm. to serve each other. Um, And I want to see even just in our family, we've learned to balance ministry and even caring for our own family. Right. And so part of that now is just so much healthier. Not only are we serving others, but we're serving each other in our family. So long story short to just say, you know, God really just grew me throughout my life. Ever since I was born, I just feel like God really just created me to do something great for his kingdom. And mm-hmm. all the experience that I have, personal experience with my family in ministry, um, just seeing people um who are just lost um in, in all sorts of the word, right? Um you could be rich and famous but still lost in your soul. Mm-hmm. Uh you could be down and out and not have anything and still lost. Like, you know, you're lost without Jesus. And so I want to be able to help kind of bridge that gap for every person, um, because Jesus is the answer. Um, mm. and so that's a huge thing for me. So that's why I think, you know, God blessed me with so many different skills and I don't mm. want to waste those skills. I mean, those aren't just things like, great, Josh can do all this stuff. It's like, no, like, it's more like, how can God use all these things to save the loss and to let people know, Hey, God is there for you and he's gifted you something really special. Doesn't matter who you mm. are. Um, you're, mm. everybody's uniquely created in him. Right. Yeah. And so how do we help people? Find God, and then so they can find out who they are and their purpose in life, and be able to serve the Lord and love other people, not just on this earth, but for eternity. We get to be with yes. God. Again. So
4: beautiful, I love hmm. it.
3: Woo! Yes. Um. So you know, Love Never Fails is uh you know an organization that is, I would say, we you know some would say you're in the trenches, you're out in the street. Yeah. Um, scooping people off right off of the sidewalk, right? Um, and it, it's, you know, that's just uh, the way I, I love it. You know, I love, love to do that, love to be that. Uh, why, why partner with an organization like us?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So the cool thing at our church, I think God has really um given me a lot of opportunity. To serve in many different ways um, at the church that I'm at, I, I kind of grew up at that church since 2001. I've been at other churches before, but this is the first church that I, I really was a part of that had a lot of different ministries that were very different. It wasn't just like singing in choir or doing things for the church. We did a lot of like outside work. So mm-hmm. I was in the music ministry and we did a lot of choir stuff. But our choir was different because we went on tours. So that would mean we would bring 30, 40 you know, people together doing this musical um, and sharing the gospel through that. And we would go and travel mainly down south to Southern California because it was just, you know, different from our city. Um, mm-hmm. And we did a lot of like singing in churches. And after a while, I was brainstorming with our director of music at the time. And we're like, you know, a lot of times we can sing in churches, but churches are usually just open during the weekends, right? For their services. Mm-hmm. What do we do during the week? Right. Monday through Friday. And so, you know, we thought about, well, how can we do ministry to serve the people? So we started Mm -hmm. contacting prisons, juvenile detention centers, teen challenges, rescue missions. And we were like there singing to, like you were saying, like in the trenches, but singing to those people, like literally coming from the streets, um, be able to sit with them and eat with them and like talk with them. In the beginning, I was like, this is scary. Like, I don't know what this means. Like, is this going to be safe? Um, and then you go out and you talk to people and you start to find out like, you know, they're, they're just like everybody else, but they just need yes. help or they need someone to, to, to pray for them or love them or just listen to their story just to be there. Yes. Um, and so I did that for many years, uh, just talking with people and seeing people, um, you know, that are more uh, the, the underserved rate right? or, or those who are just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like there's just so many things and. Most people can just easily be like, well, they chose that or that happened to them, but that's not always the case. You know, Mm -hmm. there's just situations and so many things that people can't control. And so, you know, that's where Jesus sends us. And so with Love Never Fails, I just, you know, I heard about it and the human trafficking, like meeting all of you and I knew Janet from Teen Challenge. And Mm -hmm. so just the connection and just how God has just looking back all these years, like it wasn't just random, right? It's like, I really feel the Holy Spirit kind of calling me to to open up and, and to be able to support and partner with you all. Um mm-hmm. not just with your organization, but really just to see how we can continue to build God's kingdom one step at a yes. time with different organizations. So um yes. I'm really excited. I love being in the trenches, um and, mm. and just talking with people. Like that's that's my heart. It's not just in in the walls of the church, right? But how do we be outside the walls and really be the church? So that's why. I'm, yes. Just love what you guys are doing and want to like yes. do more. Like,
3: let's yeah. go. <laughs> let's go. Well, this is wonderful. And, um, you know, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, okay. But um, I wanted to just um, just explore. We're going to talk a little bit more about music because music is, you know, as someone who um, grew up with a lot of trauma right there in San Francisco, mm-hmm. very close to I was raised on Bernal Heights, which is right over the hill. Uh, from where you guys are, and um, you know, experienced a lot of trauma and and uh, I found the that music was just um, uh, just a way to escape a lot of that pain. And mm. you know, you um, you have all this it, you know musical experience, and I wanted to just chat a little bit more about you know how music and the arts can be a bridge for the Lord mm. to reach people. And so uh, we'll take a quick. Uh, Quick break and we'll come right back and hear more about this. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
3: Hi, and Happy New Year from Love Never Fails. We want to thank you for your prayers and support that have allowed us to provide 8,000 dignity items to people in need throughout the Bay Area, to help search for 32 missing people, to house 61 people, and even graduate 97 students from our IT Biz Tech Academy. We couldn't have done it without you. Please stay involved by going to loveneverfailsus.com and always remember that you are loved.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Pastor Joshua Chen, um, and he is part of Cornerstone Evangelical Baptist Church in San Francisco. And uh, we're just talking about, you know, why uh, Cornerstone is getting involved in Uh, You know, this this mission of uh, reaching the those that are underserved, under resourced with Love Never Fails, including survivors of human trafficking and and learning tons more about Josh's journey with Teen Challenge and with many other agencies that we love and, you know, and admire. And and so um, I wanted to just kind of bring it back to your background. Right. You have this 15 years of experience in piano, keys cello drums percussion acoustic guitar electric guitar bass guitar i play the bass by the way Uh, and music writing so yeah and i mentioned you know growing up i was unchurched Uh, my my family is not a believing family growing up Mm. and um and there i was you know uh living on mirabelle off of coso in san francisco um for many years and um and, you know, living pretty, pretty difficult circumstances. And what I had was dance and I had music that I had singing to turn to. Um, what about that? Have you seen in your time, you know, in, in being a, you know, worship pastor or being involved in worship? Um, have you seen it reach people in a way that is kind of uh, unique?
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I think music is such a powerful, um, not just a powerful tool, it's a powerful language that I believe the Holy Spirit uses to speak to us, kind of like how the Bible speaks to us. Um, Mm. It's like words, but in song, like, you know, it's in a different kind of language that our heart just really understands. And that's like the impact. I'm just like, wow, like when it comes to music more and more as I learn about worship and my relationship with God and how that fits with music. And what I do more and more, I'm experiencing that it's not just like music. It's not just like another thing, another skill that you can do. Like when it comes to us as believers, like it is a language, it's a way to connect with the spirit that you can't connect in other ways. That's Mm -hmm. why in the Bible, it talks so much about not just, you know, Oh, sing when you can, when you need to like praise the Lord, like with your lips, like raise your hands. Like this is just like a response to who God is. And so music is like a way to do that. I was just telling somebody the other day that we don't talk about incense that much in church because for us, especially in Asian culture, it's very associated with like Buddhism and things like that. But in the Bible, like incense was used in the yes. temple. I mean, it was just this aroma. And yeah, and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and so music is kind of that same way. Except instead of lighting something that smells good, you're using music to like lift up voices and that aroma just come, goes up to, the you know, the heavens, that kind of thing. And so music yeah. is such a healing thing um, yeah. because it brings truth and it brings truth and it doesn't just appeal to like your head and your mind, like maybe the Bible does or theology, mm-hmm. um, but it touches the heart in ways that you can't with words yeah right wow yeah yeah like i love songs that um and i tell my congregation this i, I love songs that have bows in it where you don't even need words you're just singing mm. and you just but you understand because we're all in one spirit and we know the lord and we know his love and we're experiencing it and to express that in just music yeah. together with one voice or even in different yeah. parts where you're singing together there is a lot of study with uh like music therapy things like that with how much that affects your psychology, your emotion, your spiritual. I mean, music's just, I can talk forever about music. So it's just oh, yeah. such a huge, um, I think gift from God that we can use, um, to bring yes. healing to people. Um, everybody can, um, I think everyone knows about music around the world. But it doesn't matter what language it brings us together.
3: Yeah. No, and, and, and it's funny because, um, that's, Love Fell started because I was, um, d- teaching inner city kids dance and, yes. um, out, out of my love for music and mm. for the Lord that came together, um, mm. for me, you know, and the Lord began to show me how he wanted me to use music to reach people. And so, um, you know i had always been in choir and was always you know involved in some something musical growing up i was in, went to McAteer school of the arts but mm. the um but the uh when i brought it together with the lord and he had me he told me i'm going to i want you to teach dance which so funny uh josh um i uh when i was growing up i was at the club every probably thursday night friday night saturday night sunday i was wow. at like clubs, you know, dancing and, but I never had, I never, you know, imagine I would be dancing for the Lord. I mean, wow. that, so the Lord redeemed that and said, no, you're going to, you're going to use that all that dancing you did for the devil. You go,
2: you go <laughs> get it into
3: the kingdom and <laughs> you're going to use it to reach as an, a way to um, reach the loss. And so I yeah. had so many unchurched kids coming in to, to learn dancing. And what I have learned since then, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I now know that, you know, that that was like a form of art therapy, uh, yeah. you know, somatic therapy that they were receiving. And, you know, a study that I would, wanted to point out, um, there's several uh, entities I'm looking at health, a Healthline article, and it talks about how there's some neurological researchers that have found Music to trigger the release of neurological chemicals like dopamine, yes. right? Um, yeah. and like cortisol, stress hormones like serotonin, right? That provides a boost in immunity. Uh, dopamine yeah. provides the pleasure reward center, and then oxytocin, which, um, you know, provides this feeling of connection with one another. Yeah. And so here are these four hormones now that are being released by listening to music and then yeah. dancing you know oh my in god. my case it's just like a happy fest right yeah. you just yeah. like and then you add in that you're actually praising the lord yeah. the most high god i can't think of a more you know like perfect scenario to to just walk away feeling so restored renewed yeah. refreshed loved, cared for everything, you know?
2: Yeah, and it's so perfect because uh, I, I, I didn't get to go, but I don't know if on social media posts and stuff, like the Passion Conference just happened mm-hmm. like yes. and I was just like, you know, things like that is just like, oh my goodness, could you imagine not just the, the singing and the coming together, but how that translates to, well, what do we do now? How do we be the mm-hmm. hands and feet of Jesus? And as you're talking about the neuroscience and things like that, I'm thinking love never fails and, and people like that That is exactly the kind of almost the answer to maybe getting people like off the streets or, you know, off drugs or off anything. Like even for people off pornography, off things that people run to for you know satisfaction. I mean, like Mm -hmm. you just replace that with not just any music, but music of the Lord about God and peace and things like that. I mean, that that's a huge shift, right? Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's, I personally think that that's how we were designed. Like here I was in the club trying to find my healing by, you know, Mm. yeah, I was probably, um, you know, getting a dopamine hit and I probably was getting some of those hormones. Um, But also I'm at the club and I'm drinking, you know, and I'm thinking because the, the kind of music that I'm listening to was rewiring my brain. To thinking about you know sin, and mm. that would you know open me up, but send me down the path of death. Mm. You know, whereas when you're getting opened up for you know musically and worship in a worship setting with the Lord, He doesn't send you down the path of death. He sends you
2: down the path of life. Come on, that can prove. Yes, that can, that could be a song. <laughs> Uh, yeah uh, absolutely i I totally agree like we're we're just so designed to do to worship the lord to know him and do that and and i think the world is so lost because they only know like half the story right they know certain things feel good but they don't know why or they don't know what the kind of rightful purpose of it is i mean going dancing in a club and stuff i mean i i did that too and saw people and i was just like wow they're they're having fun but they're, they're definitely going to be missing something if they don't know that they should be or could be dancing for the Lord or dancing for a reason that's actually bigger than what they're thinking, right? Because yes. they're dancing for their own fun. But could you imagine if you're dancing because you have a reason to dance? Yeah, <laughs> right? Or that you're dancing because it affects somebody else that there's love going on and that there's this care and this relationship that can be built when you're just like, you can go up to a stranger and start dancing with them, right? And be like, whoa, you're cool. And then next thing you know, you're just talking and sharing each other's stories and you you know more about each other and that's that's i think that's the really cool thing about this language of music yes. and dance like there's something more to just it being fun like it's a way to yes. connect with people and connect people back to god
3: yes woohoo! yes okay we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back i want to talk some more about um you know some of the things that you have going on at cornerstone and um, we have an event we have an event coming up so i want to talk a little yes. bit about that So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors Where you will find peace in your daily life, through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Pastor Josh Chen of Cornerstone, in, uh, Cornerstone Church in San Francisco. And um, just um, wanted to just touch on, we have an exciting event coming up. Um, it is going to be on Sunday, January 21st, from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Little Theater, which is 501 Cambridge Street in San Francisco. Um, and um, we are excited to be doing this with you, Pastor Josh and... Yeah and your community. So tell us a little bit about what, if somebody decides they wanna join, what 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 will be happening that day?
2: Yes, so that day, you know, um, I've been meeting with Vanessa and talking, and one of the things is, you know, partnering together so that we can bring awareness of this issue, right, of human trafficking and just different things. Um, so the more people know, the more people can pray into it, the more people can ask questions, the more yeah. people can figure out a way to, maybe they can do something. I think a lot of people don't know what to do because it's so overwhelming, or maybe it's such a big thing. Um, but I think with Lemmer Fails, like what you guys are already doing, like in the trenches, is is amazing. And so maybe even people to support that more, or even find out more how they can help. Um, on that day, we're going to be seeing some songs. So it just reminds us, you know, the reason why we do this—like to help people. Mm-hmm. It's not just to make ourselves feel better, right? It's because. God loves us and we need to mm-hmm. share that with people and this is more than just getting people um out of what they're doing, but giving them a new purpose in what they do for the Lord. Um, not just in this world but beyond. And so we're gonna start with some praise songs. Um, and then I think we're gonna I'm not sure we can have a testimony. Hopefully we will. Um, but mm-hmm. definitely Nessa will be sharing more about, you know, what's going on and just explaining what human trafficking is and maybe the impact of what that is, and just yeah, be able to share so that we can be aware and really takes the ne- take the next step of how we can support and help and make a difference in San Francisco, the Bay Area, maybe throughout the world. So it's going to be a fun time of exploring and just sharing and getting to know each other.
3: Yes, I'm so excited um, about this. It's, um, it's um, just, well, first of all, I'm, I'm super excited about, I always get excited about being, I consider San Francisco to be my home mm-hmm. and um you know um I wasn't originally um born there I was born in Pennsylvania but I grew up in the city and um I just um, love that you're there and and um that we get a chance to kind of share some insight on human trafficking there in the city and mm-hmm. um, and you know this is the, the group of folks that you know your congregation typically includes based on what you told me is a, is a group that I really want to talk to. I really want to have um, a real conversation about um, how it could be happening right there under Mm -hmm. their noses. Because I think sometimes we're not, um, we may not be aware that it's, that it is happening, you know, in various configurations that we hadn't considered Um, and how we might get help. You know, if somebody is, um, becoming ensnared in some way, how they might um get to a place of safety, so I'm excited mm. to be able to do that and um and shed some light and then of course, just to be together in in community and praying together and worshiping together, you know God's always got something up his sleeve when you do that so
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely yeah,
3: so tell me um you met um Janet through teen challenge and Teen Challenge has been so, we we actually, Janet, went uh, to talk to them about some of the things we're doing and, um, and we're so grateful for them. They've actually volunteered with us multiple times to help us with like the, our freedom walk in Oakland and things like that. Um, So when you have, when you have partnered with Teen Challenge, um, was it more to do worship um, for their services or how did you, how did you connect? How do you typically connect with other outside partners? I'm just curious.
2: Yeah. So the way we um, know Teen Challenge is because of the choir tours that we did. And so we went down to Southern California. There's a couple of Mm -hmm. them down in San Diego, LA, I mean, Riverside. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to sing there and then meeting all the, um, the, the guys there, right? The Teen Challenge, just hearing their stories. We even stayed, actually, when we did choir in Los Angeles area, um, we actually stayed at the Teen Challenge. So there was like a, a good relationship with the pastor there and we literally lived with them. <laughs> it was really cool, like for a week or so. And I remember there was one time we were eating breakfast and a couple guys um, that were part of the Teen Challenge, they were just sitting on another table. And, and I'll never forget because they sounded like they were like arguing and about to like hit each other or something like that. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And as I was listening in, it was the craziest thing. They were arguing about the Bible. But not because they were fighting, but because mm-hmm. they're like discussing like, no, like Jesus is this. or Like, why would he do that? And they're just so into the word. I was like, what is this? Like, I'll never forget that. That was some so cool. passion. huh? Yeah, no. So I was like, you know, at that moment and, you know, just being able to be there with, you know, the people who come through Teen Challenge. I mean, it's been so many years. Like I have seen guys like go through the program. And either, you know, misstep or things like that. Um, I've seen people come back to the program. I've seen people like graduate from the program. I'm just like, there is like the Holy Spirit is working something here. And there's this discipleship program that is just so healthy, um, not just for people to get off their feet, but, you know, for them to be disciples of Jesus was like huge. And I got yeah. to see that through the choir. And so I saw a lot of that in Southern California. And when we came up to San Francisco, we will do some of the ministry stuff around here. And so we got connected yeah. with the Teen Challenge up here. Um But it's a little smaller, it's a little different. Um, But we got to like meet those guys because they sang as well. They went to churches and sing. And so we invited them to come to our church to sing and share their testimony. And so we started building this relationship, just sharing stories of Jesus, right? Um, and sitting next to this person and, you know, him sharing with me his, his life story and just how he was blessed as a child and all this stuff and, you know, things like that out on the streets. And he told me like, Josh, you know, like just years ago, like I would not be able to sit next to you and just talk to you like a normal person. Like I was not in my right mind. And to mm. be able to sit next to somebody and hear that story and like, mm. you know, it's just like, wow, like you really see the power of Jesus, like how that the can change power. a person. So I'm just like with Teen Challenge, I'm like, they're they're doing something right and it's discipleship. And so that's I right. took that and I think in my experience as a pastor, like that really encouraged me and taught me how to be a better better discipler of Jesus, mm-hmm. and what that means to really be in the Word and to really care about what what God wants and what does that mean to be obedient to Him and to have faith in that. So that that's where Teen Challenge plays a huge part with our ministry at our church. Um, yeah. and has open doors to like love never fails or right. other things, rescue missions, or we work with City Impact and things like that. So yeah, it's just mm. really cool. Just seeing what God is doing, right? Oh, in these yeah. ministries. The mm. Exactly. And so as a pastor at, you know, Coruscant Evangelical Baptist, it's like, how do I help kind of maneuver through this and kind of bring everyone together so we can support each other even better? Because we're all doing yeah. all these little ministries that are really awesome.
3: Absolutely yeah no I mean we we look forward to doing even more with Teen Challenge and just um like you said, their model of uh, discipleship is is so amazing, and we've seen just so many um success stories come out of that, and you know mm-hmm. um and with with the 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 main focus being focusing on Jesus so yeah um you know who knew that, that would make a difference <laughs> all, right all roads lead to him right so yeah um <clears throat> Um, yeah. So um, I did want to just quickly mention before we 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 get off of uh, this segment and move on to our commercial break. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that um, we have designed a new book. I don't know if you know this. But you did? Okay. So um, if Teen Challenge, if you're listening, we'd love <laughs> to have your endorsement of our book. It's Fight for Love for Men workbook, and Mm -hmm. it's for people who are overcoming sexual abuse, physical, Mm -hmm. emotional, um, uh, mental abuse, uh, fatherlessness, substance abuse, codependency, Mm -hmm. uh, to name a few. And so um, we have our book launch on the 27th of January. So if you're around the Danville Mm -hmm. area. I know it's a ways from the city, but if you guys can make it out to Danville at the Rock Church, we are going to be launching the book from four to seven p.m. there and serving dinner. It's funny, actually. Mm. You'll find you'll find this funny. I was like, I wonder what we should serve, and someone said, "What about pizza?" And I'm like, Men's Conference pizza? Yep, that's it. <laughs>
2: Easy. <laughs> Easy. <pizza> any day. <laughs>
3: yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about. Um, some of your future thoughts where, you know, let's dream a little. So uh, we'll be right <laughs> back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
4: This is Dr. Miluna Fauch. That's pitchperfectpresentations.com pitchperfectpresentations.com
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Pastor Josh and we're of Cornerstone Evangelical Church in the San Francisco, and and um, I want to just uh, just chat a little bit. When you think about, you know, just let's just dream for a little while. You think about mm. Cornerstone uh, mm. five years from now. Think about maybe your church, but the church. Let's talk about mm. the church. You know, all of our churches. Where where do you yeah. think we need to be going? Where 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 should we head? As the church,
2: mm. Mm. <laughs> being bold in sharing the gospel, but maybe not in the way that we used to. Um, mm. Something that and I've been going to a couple, like the exponential conference this past November, was really helpful. Like, and being part of TBC, um, transforming barrier with Christ. Um, we've just had this opportunity as pastors in San Francisco to get together to pray every month and talk and discuss about, you know, how do we continue to build the kingdom? And what I've noticed is, you know, yeah, we all need resources. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, how do we be more effective in sharing the good news of Jesus? Right. And in the past, maybe it's like, you know, doing the tracks or, you know, then it was like musicals and sharing the gospel. Like, um, it's just, I think, starting to how do we dream up ways that we can connect people with with God, even more. Mm -hmm. So we started doing Alpha this past year. We're so excited because we're going to continue doing Alpha this year. Um, Last year was the first time with Shauna Pilgrim. We did a citywide Alpha in San Francisco. We had like 13 churches do it at the same time in their respective churches and times. And and we came together for a weekend away together. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun because you got like 13 churches together to go to a retreat. And we got to like talk and share our stories. And people got to bring their non-Christian friends that retreat through Alpha and people were saved and people got to know the Lord. And so that's that's I think in five years, that's that's where we're gonna be seeing a lot of a lot of this connection, like what we're doing in Love Never Fails and Cornerstone, right? Um, and in so many other churches and organizations, uh, like with Paul, right, with City Serve and you know, innovate, like you know, it's just in five years, like if we're continuing to connect now to learn from yeah. each other and encourage one another and start sharing the good news of Jesus through these different things like January 21st and your book launch like oh my gosh could you imagine in five years like yes there's so much like I'm just I don't even know like my dream yeah my head's like exploding already just thinking about it but I think there'll be so many more pockets of um of light of people that are healthy and know how to And when I say healthy it's it's not just like oh it's going to be good and everything's going to be perfect like there's going to be a lot of Um, dealing with issues, right? A lot of hurt, still a lot of pain and suffering. But I think in five years, we're going to have a better way of dealing with it, of bringing it to the Lord, you know, of leaning into the spirit. And how do we care for people more than just telling them about Jesus, but being Jesus to them, sharing who Jesus is because we've experienced it ourselves. Like I'm a millennial and I'm already, you know, thinking about how to reach out to Gen Z, like they're they're not going to sit there and listen to you talk about Jesus. They're going to see it if you really are a believer, right? They're going to feel mm. it if you really do care for them, right? Like they're just experiential. They're all about genuine, authentic relationships. Like there's so many things that they watch now on YouTube and TikTok and anything. Like there's so many lies that the world can give you. So mm. finding the truth for them is going to be more difficult. But I think for us in five years, if we can find out Just how to do it in a more effective way through relationships and really caring like we're going to beat out the lies because we have the truth Mm. But how do we live into that and how do we do that and it's for all people from all backgrounds races cultures economic social whatever it is like you know how do we love each person where they're at like jesus does and i think in five years like if we can all learn to do that and be healthy like it's going to be more than just, wow, San Francisco is doing something and people get to hear, like, God is in San Francisco? Like, what is this? So I think that's going to be huge because we get to really be the witnesses of the really starts here and then to the ends of the world, right? That kind of thing. So
3: I love it. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. And I think you're spot on. I think in this season, people are really tired of, um, yeah. I think, you know, if I had to kind of bucketize things, we had a stage of Christianity was like that was like uh, conform or you're out conform, yes. you know, clean up, come in or you're out. You're you're going to hell. Right. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, that was the kind of the, the message. And and now things have gotten so out of control where people yeah. are such in bad shape. There's no such thing as cleaning up before you come in.
0: Like, uh,
3: you know, if somebody I I always talk about this, like I I think it's just such a a terrible shame um, when we don't realize, for example, if somebody's drugged out. Right. If somebody's on some of these like drugs like fentanyl, which we see so much Mm -hmm. in San Francisco that does such a number on your ability to think like mm. your your all of your glands in your brain that help you know your 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 prefrontal cortex your hippocampus these elements in your brain they're no they're not working at all no. you know and so how would that person ever kind of understand track or you or you know the, the I mean there could be a miracle that they understand it but but in their own physiology, they have yeah. no mechanism to understand what you're talking about so yeah. well, how do you how do you get them to settle down so that they could hear yeah. you? Well you, you have to feed them yeah. you have to you have to give them a bed to sleep in you have to let yeah. them get back to their mental faculties you yeah. have to let them become human again and get them get the drugs out and then once they are human again, you'd be surprised what? They can, they can understand for themselves and make an informed choice about yeah. what it is, you
2: know? Absolutely. I mean, just them, I, I think it's the work of the devil, really, to, like, oh. get somebody like that out of commission. I see each person. I hope that, you know, God sees too with so much potential and uni- uniquely created. Yeah. Um, I think Satan, like, targets people um, oh, to yeah. get them away from what they're supposed to, because I think they have a lot of potential to oh, yeah. do a undo, do. I mean, I've seen people who have turned away from drugs and just like, wow, I didn't know that you were that gifted in X, Y, and Z. I'm just like, you know? Right. And so it's a spiritual right. battle. And how yeah. do we help with that is we can't just write them off just because they don't fit our box or of safety or whatever measure. Like, it takes time to really it heal somebody time. and heal them back to health, yeah. right? Like the Samaritan, uh, yeah. you know, helping exactly. the guy. Exactly, that's
3: what I was thinking of, the good Samaritan. Yeah. I was exactly thinking that. Like yeah. take and them sure into the game and keep checking on them and now you're yeah. paying for their room and you know and you got places to go but you got to keep coming back and checking exactly. on them
2: and, it, it's not a one time thing it's a it's a lifelong relationship like how God comes and partners with you and never abandons you like we we need to do more of that and yeah. there's so many people who need that like we can't do it all we're going to need more people to, to care enough um to do that and so yeah, that's really important. I, I'll share a story because something that really hurt me at my church um, is kind of what you were talking about, like this, you know, back then when it's like, you got to be clean enough. If not, you're not welcome here. Um, mm-hmm. A guy had walked into our rotunda um, one Sunday and I, I saw it and he was clearly homeless and was on drugs or something and just needed something. Um, and one of our pastors went over and talked to him and was like, oh, hey, you know, what are you doing here? Like, are you okay? Like, it was more of like a defense thing, like safety thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I remember watching that. I was just feeling like, "Wow, like we're a church. Like, why don't we have a space for that? Um, why do we have mm-hmm. to keep sending people like this away?" And it was more like a, you know, "You're not welcome here" kind of feeling. And I was like, "Yeah, I, church shouldn't do that." I mean, yeah, I don't want like a congregation of people come in and feel like unsafe. Like there is some yes wisdom in that, um, but there should be a place where we can help and guide them and give them space. Um, Yes. That's on my heart too. It's like, I think the church should do not necessarily more, but how can we be more effective in being the gospel of Jesus?
3: Amen. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and just uh, revisit our event on the 21st and talk about other events that we have going on in the community. Uh, Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: And welcome back and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We have just had a wonderful time today, um spending uh getting a little bit of insight from Pastor Josh Shen of Cornerstone Evangelical Baptist Church in San Francisco. And again, we want to invite you out uh Sunday, the January the twenty-first from two to four PM. We are going to have a Love Number Fails Human Trafficking Awareness Praise and Prayer Sunday Woo! at the Little Theater, 501 Cambridge Street in the city in San Francisco at nine four one three four. 34 And so please do come out. Also, Josh, one of your service times in case somebody wants to just pop in on you uh, until then.
2: Yeah. So the really kind of fun thing at our church uh, is we have different language congregations. And so but we do have two English services on Sundays. And so you can mm-hmm. come and join us. We have one at ten AM at five oh one Cambridge. We have two sites. Um and there's also an English service at eleven fifteen AM at our uh, other campus, 801 Silver Avenue. So those are our two English services. Um, if you want to know more because the Mandarin service, the Cantonese service, Indonesian please, service. Uh, other maybe
3: that, in, in Cantonese. <laughs> Can you please tell us in Cantonese now? What, 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 what are, where oh, are your little in services? in Cantonese? Yeah. Oh, oh, Let's see know what you
2: got. I'm going to 中文的崇拜, uh you the email pastor I think that's the best that I can do. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> you <have> Cantonese services, <laughs> but they're different times and different locations. So the best okay. way is to yeah contact email me. you exactly Excellent.
3: and yeah. i love it i love languages josh i think i mentioned that to you i just love i wish i could learn i did try uh, i learned japanese actually Ooh, okay. um uh um not very in depth and it was when i was 19 but i did take it for a year and i really i learned how to write and, iragara, wow. iragara, and yeah it was very 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 fun but anyway um so, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm, I have a few other events that I just want to uh, remind everyone of. Uh, January the 27th, once again, that's a, that's a Sunday. Please come out and uh, join us for our Fight for Love, uh, Workbook for Men, uh, book release party. It is going to be at the Rock Church in Danville. And, um, and that is, uh, again, Uh, from 4 to 7 p.m. on the 27th. Also, um, before that, um, if you would like to join us, we actually are super excited about National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Um, We have um, several events coming up. Uh, One, we are doing, I want to say it's the 26th. No, no, it is the 24th. Yes, the 24th. And we are going to be doing it, uh doing an event. Uh Alameda County District Attorney's Office is doing an event to raise awareness about human trafficking on the 24th from 1 to 5 p.m. And this event is in Oakland. If you would like to join us, um please uh feel free to reach out to Amina, A-M-I-N-A, at loveneverfailsus.com dot com, and she can plug you in to uh that event. Oh, I just found it. It is going to be at San Antonio Park in Oakland from 12 to 1 p, I'm sorry, 12 to, I'm sorry, 1 to 5 p.m., 1 to 5 p.m., and that is a human trafficking awareness event. Um, All right, Um, we have several other things going on. I do want to invite you to save the date. Um, Our our gala is coming up, so please save the date. That is going to be on April the 6th, and it, it will be at the Black Hawk Museum. And that's starting at five, going until nine or ten that evening. Please save the date. And if you want to learn more about our events or how you can get involved, go to never dot com forward slash events. There you can register for all of our events. Again, thank you so much, Pastor Josh, for being on the the show today. Thank you. Um, yeah, and uh, for those of you who are listening in, if you want to learn more about all the things that we're doing, partnerships that we have, or maybe you want to become a Love Never Fails partner, you can do so by going to our website, loveneverfailsus.com or following us on social media, Love Never Fails fan page on Facebook, Love Never Fails us on IG, Love Never Fails 5 on Twitter. Um, and that is the bell. It's telling me I need to, I need to go. So um, I am going to just end my time. If you haven't heard it before or if you need to hear it again, always remember that you are loved.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio.